Welcome to the Marriage and Motherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Perda. I'm a life and marriage coach for moms, wife, mom of three, and I'm also an Aries, and for my fellow human design nerds, a sacral manifesting generator. This podcast is for women who want to be happier in their marriage as they navigate their journey through motherhood, even if you're like me and you weren't shown how while growing up. Inside, we're going to be talking about breaking generational cycles when it comes to how to handle conflict in healthy ways, redefining motherhood your way, and prioritizing your well-being because here, we believe that women don't have to sacrifice their happiness to be a great mom. And a quick note to mamas listening with kids around, you may want to pop your earbuds in because nothing is left unsaid on this show, which means there may be times where something I say isn't meant for little ears. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Marriage and Motherhood podcast with Michelle Parda, me, life and marriage coach for moms. This week's episode is about the five love languages. I can't believe I'm already on episode, what, 17, and I haven't brought this up yet. So here it is. <laughs> Last week's episode reminded me that I needed to do this and want to do this. So I'm really excited to bring this to you because this is a mom version of the five love languages. So here we go. Do you ever feel like your husband just doesn't know how to show you love in the way that you want to feel loved? Right? Do you do you ever feel like why can't he just like do this and do that and do that? And why why doesn't he do this? Or how come, you know, my husband's such a good man, but yet I feel like I want to be loved differently, right? Well, there's a reason for that right? What you need to feel loved may not be the same as what he needs, right? So on the flip side, this could also be something that your husband is experiencing where you're doing all these things, feeling like I do so much for him to show my love and he doesn't feel loved. He's like, I just want to feel more loved. And you're like, what do you mean? I'm doing all these things, right? Well, when we need love to be showed a different way than what we're being given, that means that we have different love languages. Okay. Now love languages is a thing that Gary Chapman created. He wrote a book about it. Actually, if you haven't checked it out, I highly recommend it. Uh, There are five different ways people can feel loved. And we all have a primary one, right? So there's actually a quiz that you can Google, right? Just Google Gary Chapman, five love languages, and you'll find a free quiz that you can take on his website and it'll show you how your love languages are ranked. Okay. So this is a great tool to have so that you can make sure that the effort that you're putting in to show love is actually being received, right? Because if we do anything else, it's just a waste of our time. And as mothers, we don't have very much time to waste. So let's be more efficient. Let's be more effective. And if you haven't already, go pause this episode and go take the quiz, okay? But let me break down the love languages for you. So there are five of them. The first one is acts of service. Then there's quality time, physical touch, 
words of affirmation, and receiving gifts. Okay, so here's a simple breakdown of each one so you can understand what each of them mean. And I'm also going to be sharing ideas you can share with your husband or just take uh, take as a note for yourself so that you can have your efforts actually have an impact. And you can also ask him to do things for you so that you can feel loved and he can stop feeling like what he does is never enough. Okay. So, because it's not, it doesn't mean that he's not doing anything right now. It's just that he's not doing the quote unquote right things for you to have his efforts count. So let's, let's make things a little easier for everybody. So the first one is acts of service. Um, and when this is your primary love language, this means that you desire to have someone help you make your life easier somehow, right? Feel like someone has your back and they just want to help you experience life better. Okay. Oftentimes, uh, this becomes our primary love language once we become a mom, because we do so much for everyone all the time that it's really nice when people take things off of our plate. Right. So this is my primary love language. And I love when my husband surprises me when he does one of my chores unexpectedly, or if he offers to take care of things for me so that I can focus on whatever it is that I'm focusing on, whether it's my business, whether it's hanging out with my friends or whatever my priority is at the moment. Now, here are some ideas of things that your husband can do to love you if your primary one is access service too. So randomly do one or all of your chores for a day or longer (laughs) plan and prepare a meal for you. If you're normally the cook, then this is a really great uh, break. Uh, If your husband can cook, mine cannot. So I don't have him do this, but I love when he orders out. (laughs) Um, Take care of something you do daily. So for example, it could be something as simple as like refilling your water, making the bed, um, I don't know, squeegeeing the shower. If you've got glass doors like me, like anything that you would normally do that they do instead for you so that you can relax or go do something different is so awesome. He can bring home a treat for you while he's out. So let's say you normally go get some tea or a coffee and he's out. He's like, I'll do it for you. Right. Or let's say he's out and he's using your car and he decides to fill up the gas tank for you instead of you having to go do it the next time it's empty. He can also take care of the kids bedtime routine wash your car, or take the kids out of the house to let you sleep in on a weekend. That is probably my favorite, (laughs) knowing that I can wake up slowly and not have to rush to make someone breakfast or wipe someone's butt or, you know, whatever it is that they are needing from me. So that's acts of service. The second one is quality time. And if this is your top one or one of your top ones, then you desire undivided attention. You you desire to feel like you're being paid attention to, right? This is actually number two on my list tied with physical touch. So I love when I have time to talk to my husband and really connect or when we watch a movie together or work together on things. So here are some things that you can suggest to your husband or just like hint that you want to do this. Watch your favorite TV shows with you. 
work on a project or chores together, have dinner together without the kids, plan a date night in or out of the home, go to bed at the same time so you two can have some pillow talk or even some sexy time. Hey, wink, wink. (laughs) Try something new together, spend a day doing your favorite things, show interest in what you love, spend time dreaming of the future together. So those are some some awesome ways to make use of your time spent together. So, you know, pick whatever you want. Let this be inspirational for you to create something that's more fitting for you. The third one is physical touch. So if you have this, right, like I said, this was tied for number two for me, uh, then you desire to lessen the physical space between you two. Like you want to really feel his presence. When he is around you, you feel cherished and loved when there is very little space between the two. Now, when I first saw that this was tied for number two for me, I was like, uh, hell no. Like I am not like that. Like my sex drive is actually pretty low ever since having kids. So like, how can that be correct? Right. But this isn't just sex. Physical touch is just that. It could just be physical touch. So things can be like 20 second hugs every day, right? Holding hands on walks or in the car, head and back scratches. Oh, those are great. I love falling asleep to head scratches. Massages like foot massage or like a drive by shoulder massage or massaging, um, getting a massage when you're watching TV, anything like that. Sitting together while having a part of you touching each other, like, you know, uh, playing footsie or let's say you're on the couch and your thighs are touching or holding hands. Cuddling is a really great one for this, right? Maybe cuddling um, while you're falling asleep or cuddling uh, before before you go to sleep, but in bed, uh, cuddling on the couch, right? Hello and goodbye kisses, playing footsie while eating dinner, any of those fits that need of physical touch. It doesn't always have to be sex, but also another option is to have sex, right? Whether it's a quickie or like a full-on session. The next one is words of affirmation. And the desire for this is to be seen and appreciated verbally. Okay. So things he can say include you know, a thank you for something that you're doing that he really appreciates. So like gratitude, right? He can say how much he loves you and the way you do something or the way you love um, your family and him. He can share why he's grateful for you in that, in a moment, like, Hey, I'm so grateful for you because you make sure that our family eats really nutritious food every day, or I'm so grateful for you because you make sure to check in on me every day. Like just expressing his gratitude for all the things that feel genuine to him at the moment. Another thing you could say is, wow, you were so amazing when you, you know, did whatever. So let me think of an example. Um, you were so patient when you were talking with our son and he was losing his shit. That was amazing. Right. Just like really, highlighting something he's observing about you that he wants to celebrate and make sure that you know that he noticed 
that you did an amazing job at something. He can also share when he's impressed by you, right? So I was really impressed when you blank, blank, blank. Or I wouldn't want to do life with anyone else. I'm so lucky. Like anything that is really meaningful, genuine, authentic, anything like that, anything coming out of his mouth that's that's really loving in that way feels so good. Like even writing a card could count towards words of affirmation because again, still using words and it's, instead of verbally spoken, it is written, but you're going to read it like he's saying it, right? So that counts as well. Or sending videos and text messages, all of those count. So plenty of ways to have your needs met if this is something that's high on your list. The last one is receiving gifts. So if this is your top one, your desire is to be shown that you're thought of with something tangible. Now, when I first saw receiving gifts, I automatically thought that it was like, oh, those people are materialistic. They just love stuff, right? But that's not true at all, okay? And it's okay if you love stuff. Like I have my fair share of things that I love, but this is not just about things, okay? It's the thought of it. It's the, it's the consideration. So things that your husband can do include bringing you your favorite drink or treat just because let's say he's out and he's like, oh, I think she's having a, a, a bad day. Or I just want to let her know that I'm thinking of her while I'm doing this thing. So I'm going to go to Starbucks or I'm going to go to wherever, and I'm going to get her something and bring it to her just to see a smile on her face. Right. He can also buy something you've had your eye on. So like you've been talking about something, you've been saving up for something or whatever it is. You haven't given yourself permission to buy it because whatever. Another thing that he can do is buy something that you've had your eye on. So like showing that he's noticed that you were interested in something, but you haven't quite, uh, you know, pulled the trigger on purchasing it yet. So he then buys it for you and surprises you, or he's like paying attention to what you like. And he, he chooses to gift it to you for either you know, no specific reason or a, a birthday anniversary or Christmas or whatever. He can also buy you something that you didn't know you needed, but makes your life easier and better, right? Just noticing you in your, in your daily life and be like, huh, if she just had this Vitamix, I don't know, it's the example I'm thinking of, her smoothies would be a lot smoother or it'd be, it would, um, she would have an easier time um, making it or she would feel so luxurious being able to make her smoothies in a Vitamix or, you know, whatever it is, just really thinking about you being considerate towards you and applying that knowledge that he's gaining just from observing you and paying attention. Another thing you can do is buy something that reminded you or reminded him of you while he was away. So like maybe he was at a store somewhere and he's like, oh, my, my wife would really love that. I bet she would smile having this, um, then just having that token, right. It doesn't have to be anything extravagant, although it could be. Um, but this isn't always about like how much money is spent. It's about the meaning behind it. Right. So anything meaningful can really fulfill this desire, including having the kids make something for you or like a handwritten thing, right? It doesn't always have to be like, oh, I spent a million dollars on you. And so that's how much I love you, right? Even a million dollar gift with no authenticity or meaning behind it can come 
empty, right? And so this is all about feeling really like someone knows you and cares about you. And that covers all the love languages. So if you love being efficient, like I do, you'll notice that there are things that you can do for your husband or that your husband can do for you that actually check off multiple love languages, right? So get creative and use this list that I shared here as inspiration. But I also wanted to throw in a bonus thing on this episode because as busy moms, we don't always have a lot of time to connect with our husbands or, you know, have time to go venture off and and do things uh, because life can get crazy, right? So here's some inspiration for what you can do to connect for times you have a little time. And then if you have a lot of time, then, you know, you can uh, go for more grander plans, like going on a vacation together without kids or going on regular dates, like weekly dates, whatever. But for those who don't have the ability to do that right now, here are some quick ways to connect with your husband. So I'm going to share ways that you can connect in a matter of 30 seconds. 15 minutes and 30 minutes. All right. So if you've got like 30 seconds and and like life is just so, so crazy where you feel like you're just ships passing through each other in the night, then a 30 second thing can, can really go a long way to hold you over until the next time that you can connect, which, so these are really called micro connections. So like when I, when I say macro connections, it's more like dates, going on vacations, having like a lot of time together, like hours of time together to really spend time with each other. But being a family person, that's not always possible. So here are some examples of things to do in 30 seconds. You can hug, kiss, massage, give each other head and back scratches, cuddle, do a little quick dance break together, express gratitude for each other, do a quick check-in, or sneak into another room and like make it a little spicy, like go hug and kiss there or something. If you have longer time, so like let's say 15 minutes, then you can do a longer check-in. You can ask a question to get to know each other better. You can do a quick exercise routine together, like some um, high intensity interval training stuff. I That's like been my favorite so far. Um, sit and relax on the couch together, play a game together, whether it's like video games, board games, or card game. You can go on a walk together. You can watch a part of a movie or show together if you're good about pausing and, and then carrying on. Uh, or you can have like a quick tea or coffee date at home or outside in the yard or on the porch. Now, if you have 30 minutes, even better, right? 30 minutes, you can choose to connect physically and have sex. You can shower or take a bath together. You can have a lunch date. You can do chores together to your favorite music. You can work on a house project together, prepare a meal together, dream about your future together, look at old pictures and reminisce about the past together. Shoot, like you can even decide for the kids to eat on their own, like like you don't join them. And then after the kids are in bed, you can have your own dinner time together alone. So that's kind of like a date, right? Even though it's in the home, 
But either way, know that like, no matter how much time you have, there are ways for you to connect. Obviously, it's still important to make time to connect for a longer period of time, but there are ways for you to carry over uh, yourself so that you're not left waiting for that, that like for all the stars to align, for you to have proper childcare and for, for both of you to be available, for both of you to have the energy and whatnot, right? There are things that you can do in the meantime and connecting gets to be light and fun, okay? It, it's meant to be enjoyable and it's meant to nurture your connection. So get creative about how you can, you know, use your time wisely. Use the information that you've learned from this episode to make sure that the time and the effort that you're putting in is actually counting, right? So have your husband take the quiz too. Um, My husband didn't really want to take the quiz, but he was okay about me like doing it with him. So like I was the one on the computer plugging in his answers, but he was answering them. And that was really, really helpful to see what love languages we had in common and where they fell in terms of where they ranked, right? Because it shows you on the quiz, like what's your top one, then your your next highest scoring one and so on and so forth. So having that insight into yourself, right, is so, so good. It's always good to be self-aware. That is a a key component to having a thriving and uh, enjoyable marriage, but also having the awareness of what your partner needs, right? What your husband needs. And so take the time to take the quiz, listen to this episode again and again, if you need for different ideas on how to connect so that the effort that you're putting in is actually making a difference so that you guys can feel close and enjoy each other because you've got one life and you deserve to be happy and you deserve to enjoy it. You deserve to have a partnership that feels easy right? It feels easy. Not to say that you won't have fights here and there, but to have a solid partnership really helps us be more resilient in all other areas of life. Okay. Because if there's drama at home, everything else feels hard. So do this very, very simple task and see what happens for you, right? Connecting is what helps us have better conversations. So start here for now. Let me know how this goes. I'd love to hear what you're trying and um, what you see change in your relationship. So feel free to reach out by sending me a message or even emailing me. I'd love to get to know my listeners better and support you any way that I can. So I hope this episode was helpful for you and have fun connecting. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. I wish you an awesome rest of your day and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. And that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the marriage and motherhood podcast. I hope that this episode helps you deepen your relationship with your husband and more importantly with yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review it. Each review helps us to help more moms, just like you have a more fulfilling life and marriage because we all deserve to have that and so much more. If you want to help spread the word, take a screenshot and share this episode on your IG stories and tag me at Michelle Perda Coaching. And if you'd like to request a specific topic for a future episode, put your request in by sending me a DM. See you back here next week. Bye.